Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to this podcast and tuning in. This is the final episode, oh yeah, the final episode of 2021, and in addition to recording this for the podcast for Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and basically wherever you get your podcast joy, I'm also filming this as a video for YouTube. Hey, I'll tell you what, if you follow this YouTube channel, go down below and hit subscribe. That makes me really happy. If you're listening on the podcast apps, you can always find me at Tom Singer on YouTube, and you can follow some of the videos that I make there. Today's episode is going to be a short one. I'm wrapping up the year, and I'm talking about setting goals for next year. Now, this doesn't matter if you're a large corporation, a smaller company, or a solopreneur, if you're a single person, or if you're someone who works for a bigger company, but you have to run your own career as if you're running your own business. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you can set stronger goals that will help you achieve more in the new year. Now, I've always been a fan of goal setting, and there's a lot of people who you're going to hear from in the next couple of weeks as we get into 2022 who are going to tell you, oh, I hate goal setting. New Year's resolutions suck. Goal setting doesn't work. You shouldn't set goals. There's all these people who have all of these, like, let's go away from the norm and get the headlines and get the clicks. Because I'll tell you what, people click on videos when it says, I hate goal setting. Goal setting sucks. People are like, me too. I'm going to click on that. But I'm going to be really honest with you. When you know what you're trying to achieve and you're clear and you've broken it down into actionable steps, it makes it a lot easier to be able to go forward and actually achieve the things that you're trying to do. If you don't know what success looks like, how in the world would you even recognize it if it sat down next to you? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about today. I just went through an entire two-day process where I went deep into my planning for next year. I did a lot of self, you know, self, uh, what do you call it? Uh, A lot of introspection, if you will, into who I am as a person, who I am as a business person, what has gone well in the last year or two, and where are some areas that I could have done things to make my success a little bit better. I've been pretty transparent that when COVID hit, I wasn't prepared for it. My business as a professional speaker and trainer was based all around going to and speaking at, or being the master of ceremonies at, live in-person events. And in March of 2020, we all know what happened. The meetings business came to a complete halt. Now, I'm a big fan of the meetings business. I've worked in it for over a decade. It's been a wonderful experience to be a speaker for corporations and associations who have annual events. But I wasn't prepared for that to all go away. So in the last two years, I've struggled a little bit. I've had to reinvent. I had to get scrappy. I had to peel back the onion and look at the different ways I could make income that didn't involve just giving speeches. Now, some of that meant pivoting to doing online presentations, and that was great. I liked doing the online stuff, but it wasn't the same as a conference that took place in person with a couple hundred people. I also became a professional podcast host. In addition to Making Waves at Sea Level, this podcast, I actually host three other shows for companies and associations where I am the host that they pay to help run a really tight ship and get a show together that's going to have a lot of energy and a lot of information for the people who listen. And I'm currently talking to a few people to be able to host some more. 
And in 2022, I'm working with people who put on annual events to create event-specific podcasts. And this is a whole new way of using podcasts that I haven't seen really done quite a bit. And it's geared for meeting planners who want to promote who want to promote that event that they're putting on. They want to highlight their sponsors. They want to be able to share the message of their speakers with so many more people. And then beyond that, they want to be able to keep the community alive all year long. So all of that is is great. I also started doing some coaching for lawyers on business development skills and for people who wanted to become speakers because I've been in this business for a long time. I don't really advertise that I help people learn the business side of speaking. It's kind of against a lot of what I stand for. And if somebody's like a friend of mine, I, I don't really want to charge them for that. But every now and then people come to me and they say, no, I, I like what you have to say and, and I'd like to work with you. And so I found a way to do that. I also last year, year and a half ago, went to work. I also a year and a half ago went to work for a, uh, a company in the executive search business doing business development mainly, but also working as a search consultant. So I now have all of these different ways that I am stitching together my income as I come out of the pandemic. Now, that's awesome because I've been able to get my income level back to a pretty strong level. However, the downside to that is it means that I'm pulled in a lot of different directions and I am not the most organized person in the world. Now, I'm sure some of you can relate to that. I'm sure there's some of you going, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not the most organized person in the world too. I can't have five or six things on my plate happening all at once, which is why I went and did this two-day intensive by myself, uh, deep dive into my business, where I was and where I want to go in 2022 and where I'm going to put the most focus of my time to be able to grow these different areas of my business. So what I did was I spent the first two hours answering a bunch of questions. Who am I? What do I do well? Where do I drop the ball? What does my business look like? How do I think my clients perceive me? How do I wish my clients perceive me? I just did a lot of self-introspection, a lot of self-assessment of what I, who I am and, and what I'd like to be. Then I also looked at my business. Where were the things in the last two years during the pandemic that really worked well? And then I went back farther and I looked at before the pandemic. Where were the areas of my business, the type of clients I spoke for, what I liked doing, where I was most successful in helping people create amazing events when I was their speaker or their master of ceremonies. And then I decided, what do I want to do next year? How much do I think is a realistic amount of money to make in each of the areas that I do? How much business do I want? And realistically, how much business can I handle in any of those areas? And what am I going to do to market and position myself? And so one of the things that has always worked well is this podcast. You know, people who listen to this podcast have been really, really good to me over the last seven years. Many of them have referred me to their company to be able to come in and do training. Many of them have referred me to associations they belong to so that I could speak and work there. And when they found out I was doing coaching, I had two different lawyers who listened to this show bring me into their firm to do sort of an entry-level coaching class, which led to some individual coaching for partners in that firm on their business development. So focusing on this podcast and the other ones that I host, really important to me in the new year. I'm also trying to learn to make better videos. So here's the thing. Videos are really important if you're in the speaking business or any sort of solopreneur. And I'm learning a lot about how people do it. Now, there are people out there who have monetized their YouTube channels and they've got it to the point where they're making thousands of dollars a month because they have it sort of a, a niche topic. They're the expert in it. Everybody wants to watch their videos. They're great with editing. They have an amazing personality. They're a professional YouTuber. 
That's not at all what I'm going for. I don't think that any of the videos that I make are going to be like, oh my gosh, you've got to check out this guy. He's like whiz bangy boom when it comes to the editing, etc. I barely know how to edit video and I'm trying to learn, but that is, that is one of the goals for next year is trying to get better with doing that. So if you are watching this on YouTube, do me a favor, go down and hit that subscribe button. Not because I'm ever going to get enough followers to be monetized, but because I want some sort of feedback. I want some sort of people who regularly check in on the different things I'm doing and giving me some advice. And so anyway, I broke down everything that I was trying to do, and then I narrowed it down to three areas of my life that I need to focus on. I had to get rid of a lot of other things. We, we all have so many areas of our life that we can focus on. But for me, going into 2022, I need to rebirth my business. I need to shore up all the areas. I need to get in a little bit better shape. I will be honest, while I continued to run during the pandemic, I didn't watch what I ate and how much I drank, and I put on a little bit of weight. Now, not a lot. I'm probably 10 pounds heavier than I was two years ago, but I don't like that 10 pounds, and it's not getting me into the best shape that I can be in for someone who's my age. I'm 55. I still have at least 20 more years to be super active. And then maybe another 20 years after that, I got to pay attention to this health health thing. And so it was my uh, health was an area, money was an area, and the other area was spirituality. And I combined that with learning. I put it under the banner of mind because I think when you learn, that's a gift to your soul. And so I can, I combined learning and spirituality kind of into one area. So it's mind, body, and money. Money was everything to do about business, but also making sure that I have a really good handle on my spending and my investing and what I'm doing as well. Now, with all those three areas, you could have a lot of things that could just be overwhelming. So I narrowed it down to I could only have two main focuses in every single area. Now, I'll be honest, in the money area, I ended up having three because there is so many areas that I need to focus on with all these different businesses, with being able to do marketing and sales and things like that. But I broke it down to three areas that I have to focus in on that one and two areas in the other two every single day. And I have now come up with a morning routine that gets me started in each of those five areas. Uh, I guess it's actually seven areas every single day. Got to do the math. Uh, Three, two, and two would be seven. And so I've got it down to those areas of what I have to do. Now, I'm not going to share with you my exact morning routine, but what I want to encourage you to do, if you're looking as an individual or if you manage a small team, if you want to be able to do more in 2022, I think that you need to sit down individually or as a group and go through all of those questions and decide what are the areas of your life that are important. You know, there's so many different things of what you can be improving on and where you can going identify three areas of your life where you want to put that focus and under each of them have two main things. Now you can have other things that you do. You don't have to stop at those things, but you have to have the things that you're going to do every day, narrow it down, break it down to action steps that you can do in the morning. So for me, I'm going to actually start appointments at 10 o'clock in the morning. doesn't mean I'm not going to work until 10 o'clock in the morning, but when I wake up, I usually am up around 630 and I'll usually, you know, do my meditation and I'll have some breakfast and maybe I'll watch some TV and kind of catch up on what's going on in the world. And sometimes I'll watch a video here and there that helps me with something I'm working on. Now I'm taking all of that time in the morning before 10 and I'm focused on mind, body and money. And I'm making sure that each of those three areas 
are going to be served before 10 o'clock in the morning so that I can hit the ground running at 10 with the calls I have to make, with the interviews that I do for the podcasts that I hope, for the writing that I have to do if I have an upcoming speech, etc. For all the different areas of my life, if I have to make calls for an executive search program I'm working on, whatever it is, all of that gets scheduled after 10 and goes until 4. And then from 4 to 5, every day, I am going to go back and digest what I need to do in my day. So I've got six hours that I can be super focused to have all my appointments every single day and get my work done. And then I have that time in the morning and that time in the afternoon to make sure that I'm getting myself set up right and that I'm focused on the correct areas. And then at the end of the day that I can sit back and digest and breathe just a little bit to make sure that everything is rolling in the way I want it. So that was my sort of plan for the year, and I wanted to take this last episode of Making Waves at Sea Level, and I wanted to share it with you, because you're not going to do it the exact same way that I did, but maybe, maybe something I said will be like, God, I could do that. Mind, body, money, I need to focus on that, or maybe you have three different things that you want to focus on, and then you'll go through and answer yourself some questions about who you are, where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, what opportunities are out there, what threats are out there, and then what you need to do to be able to move through to meet the goals that you set. I started this episode by saying I really believe that you have to have goals or you just get caught up in the busy work. The busy work has killed me for the last two years because there's been a lot of fear of what's been going on because of the virus and other things. There's been a lot of other things that it just pulled me in different directions because my business came to a halt. Money was tight. You know, there were just so many things dealing with a kid who was a high school student when this all started, who left for college in the middle of it all and being able to deal with everything to make sure that everything was okay there and dealing with my wife who also had issues with her job and, and, you know, being, being at home constantly for, you know, over a year or whatever it was. I just got lost from being focused on the goals. The great thing, the great thing about setting goals that are clear and you know what you're trying to do is it makes it so easy to answer the tough questions that come up every day and take us off our path. And what I mean by that, if you, you know that you have a goal, when something comes up, you can just ask yourself this simple question. Does the action I'm about to take move me closer to those goals or does it take me farther from those goals? And I have discovered in the last two years that when I'm not asking that question, am I moving towards what I want to achieve or am I being sucked in a different direction? It's very easy to get sucked into another direction for something that doesn't produce the results that you want to do. So that was my last episode of the year. I'm really, really excited. I hope you'll tune in every single week. We do this show twice a week. This year, we dropped the ball a few times. We should already be over 700 episodes, but now we're closing in. We're just a couple of episodes away from that spectacular number of 700. When I started the podcast, I never dreamed there'd be even 50 episodes. And now we're coming up on 700 episodes. And between the other shows I host, I've done over 300 episodes. So I've done over a thousand corporate interviews in my time as a podcaster. And I'm hoping to take that up a notch and make it even better. So what I need from you, is I need you to review the show. If you like Making Waves at Sea Level, go to your app. It only takes a second. Hit leave a review and leave me a few sentences about what you like about it. Give me those four or five stars that say, hey, this podcast, it sucks less than other podcasts. And if there's something that I do that you're like, hmm, I think you could be better if you did it this way, send me an email. You don't have to leave it in the comments below if you're going to be critical, but you can. That's all right. I got a big thick skin. It's good. But you can send me a direct email at tom, T-H-O-M, at tomsinger.com. And 
I'll take that to heart. Now, it doesn't mean every piece of advice is great advice, but I always want to hear what people have to say. So happy new year. And I hope, I hope that as you go forward into this new year, that you'll continue to join me either on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app. All right, go on out there. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.